Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I have to say, now I did make a snarky comment on Twitter last Friday night, the new Avatar movie. I said something like, if I did a shot for every bit of eco-disaster porn James Cameron put into the movie, I'd be dead of alcohol poisoning long before we finished the first hour. And that thing was like, I think it was just over three hours. Although I have to say, it went quick. It didn't feel like a three-hour movie. Some of them, it's like, oh my God, when the hell will this thing ever end? But this one, it was a quick three hours. But I do have to say, I do have to correct myself. Kind of, sort of. Snarky Twitter comment aside, I wound up liking the movie. Overall, I liked the movie. And White Boy Malcolm X, I believe you liked it as well. Correct, sir? Mostly. That's what I thought. You're just butthurt. That little twink wasn't ginger. If that kid were ginger, you'd have spent the entire weekend re-watching the damn thing over and over and over again. Ah, crap. I guess I need to explain the twink thing now. Queens out there. At least some of you queens out there. And you know who you are. You're probably like, twink, twink. What twink? Where's the twink? Jesus Christmas, you queens. Settle down out there. I'll tell you about this stupid little twink. Although, what do I always say? Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. And not to give anything away, but they had this, I don't know. Well, I'll say young man. I don't know how old he is, but they had this young man, him running around in basically a loincloth, just a loincloth for three hours, like a young Tarzan or something. And I suspect that was the metaphor they were after. But he was, if you ever want to know what I mean, when I talk about teacher bait, for horny high school teachers, them, I know that first teacher bait, seducing that first teacher bait, making sweet, sweet love to that first teacher bait, 
that kid, he's it. Or for the Kevin Spacey, gay chicken hawk types out there, and you know who you are, but whatever floats your boat. But with this Avatar movie, now that I've explained the Twinkie, this new Avatar movie, if you decide to go see it, you just have to, when Cameron serves up some eco-disaster porn, you just have to put it aside. Or just go with it. The blue people are one with the planet and the animals. Just roll with it. Lean into it. Whatever the hell people say these days. And if you can do that, it's a pretty good story. Or at least I think so. And the special effects are phenomenal. Amazing visuals. James Cameron... Whatever you think of him, whatever you think of his politics, the man knows how to put a movie together. The man knows how to entertain. And it's at least a hell of a lot better than that dumbass Harry Peekaboo Styles. Peekaboo, Peekaboo. His dumbass movie. Not my policeman. Although that's still in the queue for now. Something darling. What? Don't worry, darling. Thank you, white boy Malcolm X. That's the one. That was... Well, I take that back. I shouldn't have called it a dumbass movie. It actually wasn't all that bad. But much like putting James Cameron's eco-disaster porn, putting that aside... With Don't Worry Darling, you kind of have to put Harry's train wreck acting aside. Now, I couldn't, but you might have better luck than I did. The guy is completely wooden. I think even Grandma Madonna, she can act better than he can, and she sucks at it. He was just painful to watch. And bless her heart, whoever the actress was that played his wife, she had to carry every single scene with him. And I don't think he said more than five or six lines in the first 30 minutes or so. I think whoever put that movie together, they wanted the marquee name, but when they got him on set, probably like, ah, Jesus Christmas. We are screwed six ways to Sunday with this clown. I don't think we can fix this hot mess in post. They mostly did, though. Buried as much of his bad performance as they could. So, white boy Malcolm X, let's just 86 my policeman. Him playing gay for pay is bad enough. Him wouldn't acting through it. No. Just no. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News. Gay reality show, Real Friends of WeHo, plunges 2023 into crisis. No one asked for this. And this dumpster fire 
riding atop a train wreck is called the real friends of WeHo. I bet they do. And for you folks not in the know, WeHo is not just what those horse queens do, but it's also shorthand for West Hollywood. So it's a twofer. What they do and where they live. WeHo. Guess White Boy Malcolm X. Guess what channel this stupid show is on. Bravo. Well, damn good guess, sir. Probably how I would have answered. But no. You are wrong. MTV. MT who? That's right, White Boy Malcolm X. MT who, indeed. That stupid channel. No one watches that anymore. MTV stopped being oh so edgy and cool. What? About 15, 20 years ago? Once a year, they have some stupid little award show. All the nut jobs in the music industry come out, get their media hand job, get drunk, do some coke, act like a pack of low rent jackasses. That's the only media buzz MTV gets these days. Speaking of media hand jobs, though, and I'm sure these queens love getting one, but this is what loser MTV, what they had to say about this hot mess of a show, which starts January 20th, by the way, consisting of some of Hollywood's most influential and successful LGBTQ plus celebrities, personalities, and entrepreneurs, this revealing and witty new ensemble docuseries provides an up-close and personal glimpse into their lives. Oh, please. Who the hell do they think they're fooling? You get six bitchy queens together, stick a camera in there for them to pander to, It'll be as moronic, if not more so, than these fake Real Housewives garbage. The real friends of WeHo are going to spend all their time shiving each other, just like bitchy queens do. What I call the queen pissing contest in action. And I guess what's got people upset, or at least some people is that MTV, to make room for this stupid show in their schedule, they're going to cut down RuPaul's Drag Race from 90 minutes to an hour. So you're trading out bitchy, backstabbing drag queens. And yes, I know I'm being a bit redundant there. But you're trading them out for a pack of bitchy, pretentious WeHo queens. So give or take a dress or two, no one will be able to tell any difference, any damn difference between them. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, what snarky comment do you have to make now? Who's in it? Losers. In my opinion, a pack of losers. It's just a bunch of snooty, Narcissistic 
bitchy queens. They're a dime a dozen in WeHo. These pretentious queens. Oh, I'm so fabulous. Yes, of course you are, princess. I used to live in L.A. I spent plenty of time in WeHo. You want to talk about vainglorious queens. Some of them out there. Complete douchebags from the bowels of hell. And I bet even Satan is like, uh, those queens aren't from around here. But here, white boy Malcolm X, here are the names of these clowns. Curtis Hamilton, never heard of him. He's an actor. No idea what he's been in. Don't care enough to look him up on IMDb. Dorian Renald, never heard of him. He's an entrepreneur. Now that's vague. No idea what he hustles for business. I can only imagine. Maybe white boy Malcolm X. Maybe that's what they call gay porn producers. Allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, call gay porn producers. You can't just say, not even in WeHo, can you just say, Oh, I produce gay porn. Those pretentious queens out there, they're not going to want to knowingly be around that. So they mask it. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Okay, girlfriend. Wink, wink. If you say so. Next up is Brad Gorski. He's a celebrity stylist, which means he charges $600 for a haircut to moronic celebrities who don't know that they can get a better one down at their local supercuts. But he gets rich, and they get to run around. Oh, I get my hair cut by Brad Gorski. What do you think? Oh, it's fabulous. You're so fierce. Jesus Christmas, that looks like a rat's nest on that queen's head. Todrick Hall... He's a singer and choreographer. Now, he did that song, It Gets Better. We used that to, when we first did this show back in the Denver days, like, when did we do that, White Boy Malcolm X? Like 2011, 2012? Around then? That's what I thought. But we used that song, It Gets Better, As a theme song, I think we use that to mock Dan Savage, another member of the professional gay class, whatever he was up to back then. His Benjamin producing It Gets Better project. So this one, Todrick Hall here, as far as I know, he's basically a one-hit wonder from like, 10, 12 years ago. Next is James Vaughn. No idea who he is. He's apparently a TV host. No idea what show. And he's married to Jonathan Bennett. And if that name rings a bell, that's one of the two queens in the Hallmark Channel's first ever gay Christmas movie. That hot mess which we talked about sometime before Christmas. 
And last, Joey Zazig, entrepreneur. So another entrepreneur. I'll let you figure out what he's up to. All on your own. So there you go, white boy Malcolm X. Those are the human train wrecks on this stupid, fapid, you know what? This just occurred to me. This show, The Real Friends of WeHo, this is the Megan Markle of television shows. Because she got Megan Markle, the vapid social climbing wife of Prince Harry Ginger, who we're still not going to talk about. But you got her, and now these queens, these six queens, you want to talk about vapid and social climbing. These D-list WeHo queens, bless their hearts, that's exactly what they are. And if you watch this garbage, you have fun with that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. From Slate, the crying game. I ball my eyes out every day. For nearly three years. So I hatched a radical plan to take back my tear ducts. And the crybaby who wrote this is Justin Peters. And this article, folks, you want to talk about going a tad bit overboard. Justin here, he wrote a 4,400 word article about his crying. And how's this for a poll quote? Over the past few years, though, my tendency towards tears has become truly exhausting. Since March 2020, I've done more crying than in all my preceding years put together. Granted, there's been a lot to cry about, public and private health crises, so he's a COVID Karen, a broad existential dispossession over the perceived lack of purpose in my life, the fact that Eric Clapton's kid fell out a window and died, yes, that happened 30 years ago, but it's still very sad, and poor Eric Clapton being dragged into this, I've also found myself crying for no perceptible reason, or over things that a grown man should not cry about. 
such as being unable to find street parking or how much I appreciate my dentist. If teardrops were dollar bills, I'd be one of the lesser Walton hairs by now. And I, folks, I had to look him up, see what he looked like, and I don't know how old he is. I couldn't find that. But his pictures, I would say, I would guess, late 30s, early 40s, so a millennial. Another hysterical crybaby millennial. Who else but a millennial cries over a broad existential dispossession over the perceived lack of purpose in their life or a lack of street parking? That has millennial written all over it. And if you ever wanted a textbook definition of the term navel gazing, this is it. 4,400 words on crying about anything and everything. And this reminds me, who was it, White Boy Malcolm X? Who was the other crybaby we had? We talked about sometime last year. Was that, for some reason, Bella Hadid comes to mind. Was that her? Yes, that's what I thought. She was another one. She cried like every day for a couple of years as well. And if memory serves me correctly, she cried. There were some days where she cried a couple times a day. And she cried at least once a day, every day, also for a few years. And for all I know, folks, she may still be crying all day, every day. Who knows? Who really cares? Not me. And I got nothing else to say on this one. No, white boy Malcolm X. I got nothing else to say on this one. What else can I say about a 4,400 word screed by some, by some hysterical millennial about crying all the time? To me, it's a cry for help. It's a cry for an intervention. It's a cry for significant amounts of therapy. It may even be a cry for attention. And we just gave him some, so let's move on. From Vanity Fair, Stranger Things star Noah Schnapp confirms both he and his character are gay. I guess I'm more similar to Will than I thought. He captioned a recent TikTok. How I missed this one before our Friday podcast, last Friday's podcast, I'll never know. But I guess Noah Schnapp, this little gaby, this little Twinkie, finally came roaring on out of the closet last Thursday. And in other news, The sun rose in the east this morning and will set in the west sometime later today. What's that look for, white boy Malcolm X? Caddy? 
Who? You're not talking about me, are you? Oh, for F's sake. White boy Malcolm X, Noah Schnapp coming out of the closet is about as newsworthy as Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife, Meghan Markle. Those two clowns trashing his family about as newsworthy as Pocket Queen Pete being feckless in his job. In other words, no kidding. No duh. Just on the, look at the gay face on that kid. Look at the effeminate behavior. And what's his character's name again? Will Byers? That kid, that kid swishes around like a little queen. He opens his mouth every time he opens his mouth. And you can see this when you're watching Stranger Things, folks. Every time that kid has a line, a purse falls out of his mouth. Him coming out as gay. No friggin' duh. Myrtle, fetch me my smelling salts. Heaven's mercy. Noah Schnapp is gay. And this is what he had to say on TikTok. Well, at least he didn't do it on Instagram. Like Nutty Britney Spears or Grandma Madonna. I guess I'm more similar to Will than I thought. When I finally told my friends and family I was gay, after being scared in the closet for 18 years, and all they said was, we know. Who didn't? And what is this garbage about being scared in the closet for 18 years? He's another one. Another celebrity gaby who comes out of the closet in the 2020s and he's like, oh man, that was so hard. I was just terrified being in the closet. Really? Does anyone really care that Noah Schnapp is gay? No. Above and beyond the fact, I don't know, 98% of the country is probably like, Noah who? These days, these celebrity queens come out, the vapid gay media puts them up on a pedestal, declaring, oh, how stunning and brave. And everyone else shrugs their shoulders and moves on. No one cares these days. Virtually no one cares about that anymore. So he's a drama queen. He's already a damn drama queen. Queen just got his gay card, has been openly in the tribe about a week now, and he's already a full-fledged drama queen. So here you go, Noah. T.J. Osborne Jr. Here, girlfriend. Here's your participation trophy for coming out. And Noah, drama queen or not, and hopefully you grow out of that sooner rather than later, but drama queen or not, welcome to the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. 
Oh, and Noah, I'm going to give you the same free advice I give to all the other celebrity gabies fresh out of the closet. If you ever feel the need to get yourself some help coming out, having yourself a gay debut, being a gay debutante, if you need yourself someone to shepherd you around the gay community, even if you can't legally go out just yet, maybe get yourself a guide, a mentor, sometimes even a pimp. Whatever you do, son, do not use goose-can't-worthy, that silly queen, to do any of that. You do not want to wind up as another Colton Underwood, that silly queen. That is not a path you want to go down. Avoid goose-can't-worthy at all costs. The last thing you want is to be whored out to potential sugar daddies by goose-can't-worthy. Then again, now that I think about it, if this is the high point in your career, that may not be, maybe possibly, that may not necessarily be a bad idea. If the only casting calls you're getting after Stranger Things raps are for gay Hallmark Channel movies or as the token twink in a Billy Eichner bomb, assuming anyone gives Billy I hate the gay for pay business model Eichner any more money to flush down the toilet. But if that's all that's on the horizon for you, that are twink porn in the valley, maybe giving Goose Cantworthy a call isn't such a bad idea after all. And if you do, you have fun with that. And for our last story, folks, it's from Adi. You now have to show your ID to watch porn in Louisiana. So in Louisiana, if you want to defile yourself to some porn, and you know who you are, you apparently need to verify that you're of an age to legally do so, which I think is 18 but you need to verify that with a government-issued ID. So all you underage boys in Louisiana, you're going to need to get yourself a fake ID if you ever want to keep watching all that choking porn on wherever the hell you watch that garbage, Pornhub or wherever. Get yourself a fake porn ID or just borrow your dad or older brothers to gain access. I'm sure they won't mind. They get it. Sure, son. I totally get jerking off to porn. Your mother won't let me anymore, but go for it. Go to town. I'll live vicariously through you. And I only bring this up because our summit mistress, she's from Louisiana. So, of course, we have to tease her a bit over this. So, down there in Louisiana... They got gumbo, swamps, hurricanes, 
drunk cage in Disneyland in Nolens, and now ID requirements for porn. And white boy Malcolm X, I guess this is for you as well. Assuming you don't bring your Ronald McDonald blow-up doll to the wedding as your plus one, assuming you don't pull a Ronan Rubenstein, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, pull a Ronan Rubenstein when we go to the wedding next year, go out, get banged by half the queens in New Orleans, assuming you want to take care of business, do that with some, I assume, ginger porn, as creepy as that probably is. But you, sir, be prepared to show some ID to do it. So on that note, since I cannot top, porn ID requirements in Louisiana, even if it's just one big giant cock blocker to the underage teen boy set, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.